0: Continuing on uh, sustenance uh, we call risk, the three ayas al-had, al-rad and al are generally a narrative like in every religious book. Bible, Torah, Talmud, uh, even the Hindu Vedas and Ramayans narrate the same claim. Uh, none of the other religion followers though insist a lot on this quality of God. They all understand what God means or what godly men who wrote these narrations uh, meant. They all wanted to be thankful to their Creator, but in no way they take these claims as ultimate or literal and allow people to rate it rationally and scientifically. They do not harass or beat their people or kill them if the followers deny the so-called claim of holy books and let them make their own decisions. Uh, Like for example, Jews, uh, they knew that uh, uh, usury or uh, interest is uh, haram. Uh, Christians knew it and uh, the Muslims also know that. Uh, Jews uh, disregarded that uh, instruction from their God and started uh, taking uh, interest uh, right from uh, the time they, they created their religion. Uh, Christians, they didn't do it for a while, but when in Europe, the banks were created and they saw Jews flourishing through the banks and the interest system, they sidelined their ruling and started uh, taking interest Uh, fortunately or unfortunately the Muslims uh, learned something in 20th century and uh, the rich Arabs I mean the oil rich Arabs they created uh, a new version of Islam on interest and then created Islamic banks and then Islamic stock market and Islamic this and Islamic that but when we compare, they are the most expensive in the world. The banks charge more interest than the regular bank and so on. So, <coughs> uh, we we know that <coughs> uh, the, uh, the description or narrations in holy books are used by people as and when uh, it suits them the Arabs, they have changed their Islam and now trying to get themselves modernized uh, allowing women to drive cars and allowing uh, the bars uh, and the clubs and dance clubs and sports venues and all that 40 years back, all these things were haram and uh, we saw it in Afghanistan when they uh, catch the football players from pakistan who were playing a friendly match Uh, they shaved their heads because they were playing in shorts Uh, this kind of islam which we call wahhabi islam has uh, been created by um, saudi gang over there the islamists and mullahs use the four the three ayahs to tell people god has given riches to rich and less to poor. So it created a society of corrupt who claim, Haza min fasli Rabbi. That means this is from Allah. You can see these signs in offices and homes of corrupts. Government offices where bribery is a norm can be seen with this sign everywhere. Then this rich and corrupt go to Hajj and Umrah. To get salvation for all the evils they do in society, like nepotism, bribery, theft, tax evasion and killing poor, etc. The civilized world don't buy this Allah idea. They, create a, they created a system which is transparent and everyone can get a chance to become wealthy. Government has the duty that everyone has education health, care, and proper food. Guaranteed until he or she is 18 years and is an adult. And even after that age, if he don't have a job, the government gives them the uh, money to survive. He is given the best of education and almost same for most of the kids in public most of the kids, 90 percent of them study in public school with the same curriculum. No difference between a rich kid or a poor kid. The private school only cater 10 percent of the population. In Muslim societies, people have no cover or responsibility by the government because a Muslim country is run by Allah and that is the reason why 30 to 40 percent kids don't ever go to school. And the and the people, fol- this is because following the ideology of Surah Had or and Surah al-Zamar, uh, that the leaders disallow Muslims to provide everyone equal opportunity or any food schooling or any support and they all are on the mercy of Allah which never comes you can see all the rich people they have poor people working in their home and the poor people's kids uh, helping and doing everything in their homes but they don't even think once that this kid should be in the school and not sweeping their floors. If we go any further, uh, the the Islamist or Mullah will say the Quran insists its followers to help poors and that Pakistan is one of the highest charity giving country. Although there is no data to prove this claim, the government estimate is 1% of GDP, which is $4 billion. No one knows where this $4 billion go. But we do know that these Allah followers do not pay taxes, which civilized world pays at least 30 to 55% of their income. They use Allah drama to evade taxes. As in Islam, there are no taxes on Muslims only non-muslims are taxed so when you feel Allah gave you all that ill-earned money which is even which is even not legal they are proud, proud of taking bribes and call it Khidmat Chatti means liability and Nazrana like holy payment these are the names the Pakistani corrupts have given to the bribe. And they have no fear at all of the government. If they are caught, there is a very common saying in Pakistan, Rishwat Lekar, Gaya Hai, Rishwat Lekar Means if you are caught in bribe, you can bribe the judge and then you can get away with it. And there is a very common slogan that there is no use to hire a lawyer, hire a judge if you are in trouble. And why all this uh, barbarism, I will call it? Because the people think that Allah is doing everything. And they don't demand anything from the government. If somebody is poor, he is poor because Allah has made it so. As I said previously, uh, 220 million strong country, only 2 million pay taxes in Pakistan. This is because they are told what they earned is given by Allah. And all they have to do is go Hajj and Umrah, enrich the rich Arabs, and then you will go to heaven. No wonder the nation is living in barbaric times, under barbaric rules like a tribal society. A B.R. chairman, I think his name was Zaydi, Shapur Zaydi, said last year, taxes are the reason of civilization and he was probably fired and or sent home. How dare he ask for civilized laws and means. Allah has given us and no one can take. They take it, take it from us. Is the attitude of corrupts. They have formed cartel in every aspect of life, industry, agriculture, trade, land grab and what not. And they blackmail the government every now and then by increasing the price of the basic commodities. That is why the Pakistanis are suffering so much while the rest of their neighbors uh, do not face that kind of desperation. This is the worst use of Quran which all he said was describing the work of Allah in these three ayas and similar 4,000 years ago. Many intellectuals in the country have been saying this the nation is following the red light of the truck. And this is because the Mullahs have created a drama of Allah praying to Him for everything. Whether it is a job or whether it is buying a new house or it is doing anything in life. This praying drama is the truck Lalbati, and telling people that we if we need to get rich we have to pray and pray and ask for forgiveness from Allah for all of our sin and that way they made pretty good money the main pur- purpose is to save rich from poor's reward the Islam based system we have today is totally unjust, undemocratic, and inhuman. And the and the culture which has created is going to end up in a revolt, or has ended up in a revolt. In many countries, but Islam drama in Pakistan has been has been helping corrupt and powerful and journalists from the wrath of poors for how long they can save themselves using religion and, sh- and the shame democracy they have forced on the nation and the idea that Allah is responsible for risk and poors are poors because of him it is time people should demand from the government to make system truly democratic and transparent where people are important not an imaginary Allah who gives a damn about non-Muslims anyway Allah drama only helps Arabs and everybody knows it we saw in 18th century in Saudi Arabia a crooked mullah named Abdul Wahab created a fanatic sect of Islam uh, taking some knowledge from Abu Taima the 12th, 13th century uh, Mullah and created this Tohid drama telling everyone else that we can only pray and ask from Arab Allah and others who don't are doing adultery and polytheism He started the political Islam the worse than the time of Muhammad, where everyone was forced to accept it or die. He used state power to harass people and it is still being practiced in Saudi Arabia. This crooked faith has created Osama bin Laden, ISIS and every other terrorist organization in the world. But. The the Saudis have very intelligently put all the blame on countries like Pakistan and Afghanistan which originally had nothing to do with this faith. And we have seen that wherever these Wahhabi minds take control like Taliban in Afghanistan or in Sudan we saw the same turmoil and even in Pakistan is facing the same havoc since last forty years now, where barbaric laws are forced and all rights of women and minorities are taken away. We see in our country national days of forgiveness. I mean this is really very amazing and almost funny that the nation who is probably the best in Muslim world is called to be very big sinners and they must forgive um, they must ask forgiveness from Allah from Arab Allah for doing nothing and if anything happens they say oh this is because of our sin and we must ask for forgiveness and with all that drama only we see mullahs making money and the National Days of Forgiveness being practiced and transmitted on national TV. The TV which is created by non-Muslims and which was originally called Haram by the same Mullahs. I mean, how stupid you can be doing that. We have heard from almost every corrupt and powerful uh, in Pakistan that <clears throat> that Pakistan was created for Islam I would mention time and again that Pakistan was not created for Islam or Quran or Muhammad reason we have over 10 prominent versions of Islam. And if it was created for Islam, then the question will arise right in the beginning, that which Islam? Because all the 10 versions of Islam, they call each other kafir, and they want to kill each other or eliminate each other. And interestingly, the struggle of Pakistan was carried by Muslim leaders of minority sects who are hardly 2% of the Muslim population in India and Pakistan. And these sects because they knew, they were educated and they thought the only way to help the areas where Muslims are in majority is to get them a country so they can be the, the main controller of their destiny. They can run their life according to their own wishes and be a progressive and democratic country. But that was not allowed by Pakistan's corrupts, including journals. Now, if we know that the major role uh, of creating in Pakistan's struggle was from... uh, uh, Jinnah, the Kaidiyanism who was uh, a smiley or bori Muslim who were in very small numbers uh, the other faiths were Aga Khanis and then some minority other sects including qadianis even Pakistan resolution known as 1940 Lahore resolution was written by a Qadiani, Sardafullah Khan and he was appointed the first Foreign Minister of Pakistan. Jinnah appointed a Hindu as Law Minister. So, we know that he did not mean to create a country for Islam because his sect and as we have seen now, his sect and every sect which really struggled for Pakistan and created Pakistan is now called Kafir in Pakistan after these Wahhabis took control and these Mullahs became powerful. They have strangulated uh, the whole nation and they are the one who are making the most money and destroying the country. Jinnah only created about Muslims of India, irrespective of sect. He worked to create Pakistan irrespective of sect, color or creed. He wanted Pakistan to be a close friend of India. His first message relayed on Voice of America was that he wanted Pakistan and India to be like US and Canada. When he left Bombay to Karachi to take over the uh, control of the government, he left the message to people of India that we want to be your friend forever. He wanted Pakistan and India to be the country which have open migration. There was no visa or migration limits in his mind and he insisted on open borders so the people can interact and can help each other. If his mission was established as a policy, both India and Pakistan would be great prosperous countries. But Pakistani journals and fanatic Hindus changed everything and became worse enemies for no reason. The blame is mainly on corrupt Pakistani journals who were never interested in making who were only interested in making defense colonies and factories for themselves they ha- they are incapable to see light and better future for their nation the unfortunate country is infested by second grade intermediate pass journals who hate civilians as comes to um, to quran um uh, we see the, the Jinnah historically never uh, talked about Quran or anything uh, uh, regarding Arab Islam. Uh, he is known to ridicule Quran and uh, one incident is recorded by Don uh, and is with Dawn the largest and most read newspaper in Pakistan. He was he was invited to a small political gathering in Punjab. Since Kaid-e-Azam did not know to read or write Urdu, his speech writer wrote it in Turkish Urdu. He put Turkish English, what you call it. He put a Quranic ayah in his speech. After finishing the address, he talked to the person next to him and said. Did I read the damn thing all right? The mic was still on, but hardly anyone noticed it. Jinnah never learned to read Quran, never prayed and never went to Hajj. He donated most of his life savings to colleges and schools of Pakistan so we can create an educated nation. But too sad that it did not happen. How in the world you can call the country he created without any help of Allah, Mullah or any Arab created for Islam? We see every journal, every corrupt giving the same slogan. Even our poor Prime Minister Imran Khan has no choice but to say the same thing. There is no worst victimization of Quran than this claim. It is Pakistani general who spread this false claim and even changed his his uh, he even changed his famous advice of unity, faith and discipline. Now they call it faith, unity and discipline and claimed by faith uh, faith, unity, and discipline, and now have changed faith into Iman. When Jinnah was asked in one of the meetings he was attending with a student forum, forum, what he meant by uh, faith, he said that faith in you, that you can do whatever you like. Jinnah hardly knew what Iman is because iman is so so fake slogan he explained in his address that by faith he means faith in the system faith in your country and faith in yourself if we look into iman and see the definition of iman it is like this iman is called wa wa kutubhi wa wa fil means you have faith in Allah, angels, holy books, prophets and the day of judgment. Jinnah has no idea what these imaginary claims are which are de- denied by science. Science has totally proved them wrong and there is no proof. Any mullah or any prophet has that there is, there is a Jannah and there is an angel or there will be a day of judgment where Allah will be supreme. We don't know whose God will be supreme at that time. He was man of knowledge of law, civilized ideology, and political living. He had no idea why Iman is so important, which means nothing in the real world. See you later.